Hey, Will, like I normally do, I just want to take a moment to tell our listeners to make sure they hit us up on social, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you might see us. Make sure you're sending us something. Also, you can email us directly at AppalachiaMeetsWorld at gmail.com. If you get a moment, shoot us a line, give us some feedback. Yeah, and wherever you listen to the podcast, make sure you subscribe to Appalachia Meets World. It just helps our podcast, but it also helps you know when we're releasing a new episode. Appalachia Meets World, a podcast about place and perspective, but always Appalachian. And don't forget, Will, tonight's episode is powered by SOAR. Shaping our Appalachian region. If you're an entrepreneur out there, especially in eastern Kentucky, check them out. This is a special episode of Appalachia Meets World. We're having our second annual Thanksgiving around the Appalachia dinner table. This is raw and unedited. Apologize for the technical difficulties throughout. The internet was a little shoddy, but hope you enjoy just uh, spending the day, spending the moments around the dinner table. Big tradition in our family, big tradition all throughout Appalachia. Appalachia Meets World, we are back for a special episode of Thanksgiving Day. It's Will and Neil. What up, brother? Little special episode here, What? just like last year. Special episode always happens on Thanksgiving. It's our one tradition that we have now that we have uh, two years of episodes under us. Got the whole family around the table. Got everybody here, most everybody, almost everybody. But in tradition of the normal podcast, we will uh, ask our traditional questions. <laughs> Roger <did not>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask everybody's favorite question. What is your favorite appetizer? We didn't have my favorite <laughs> We had plenty just now. So if anybody wants to answer, does anybody have a favorite app? Sausage stars. Yeah. Dad's going to go with sausage stars this year. Sausage stars, not balls? No, nope, they're stars, no, they they're uh, <laughs> they're we met all the game. Stepped up the game a little. Even the sausage ball, I mean, even the cheese ball wasn't a ball. It was the cheese ball. <laughs> oh, whoa. Somebody want to get my hands dirty. I Captain Rodney's. I think I like that. Captain Rodney's. That's a good one. I had spinach dip. That's my favorite this year. What? What? Oh, what kind of Tostitos? Whole wheat, of course. I had to suffer through it over here. Eat regular Tostitos. <laughs> one, one year I had those uh, sausage balls that were uh, made by uh, David Schweddy. Those. <laughs> those Schweddy balls. Sweaty balls. Those are good. <laughs> he, he ends up eating those every year. Because the Cowboys always lose. <laughs> well, I know we, I know you had a big spread. <laughs> we did. We did. It was excellent. I just had a bottle. Roger had pie. 
Good it was pie. good. Cherry pie. Cherry oh, pie. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Coconut cream pie. Nice. You want to ask the next question or what, what's next? I'll ask the next question. We'll just dive right into Appalachia. So I, I know most people in the room have been living or are from Appalachia for a long time. So what does it mean to you to be Appalachian? Anybody? Broke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> like that's that's not what we're going for here, Pam. <laughs> we're trying to dispel some of those beliefs. Well, I think being Appalachian means being grounded. I hadn't really thought about it uh, until you guys started talking about this, and and you know we've never really lived anywhere else, fifty miles from here and here. And you forget, you, you don't realize how important and how uh, grounded you can be when you're in a familiar place and you know the people of that place for a long time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's currently 6.06. That gives, <laughs> us, 606. <laughs> that gives us another meaning of, to be an Appalachian. You, everybody knows what that means if you're in the 606. Uh, at least if you're in this part of Appalachia. Again, mom's still in the show as as usual. She needs her own podcast. <laughs> Obviously, I, I think in Appalachia, family is really important, but place is really important too. I would argue that place is probably stronger in Appalachia than anywhere else in the world. I don't know. I, I feel that way. But what do you think sets Appalachia apart? I know, mom, you said grounded, but I feel like family is really important in Appalachia. Tradition is that obviously, yeah, the things that you can depend on, things that you know are a constant or are going to be in your life. Um, and, and there's a great sense of security in that, I think. That dependability of the events of life. Well, community. I think Master Davis. <laughs> community. Our area is small communities, which kind of serve as people's families because where we live, if you're from Barberville, like Rachel is, you know all the people there. It's a small, quaint community. So you really know people for generations and they kind of become your family. But the Appalachian area still has that sense of community that a lot of places don't. Yeah. Let me ask you this. If Appalachia was a car, what would it be? A well, Chevrolet. A 1950 Mercury. 1950 Mercury. Going <laughs> <1950 Mercury. laughs> way back. It'd be a truck. No! Truck It'd definitely be a truck. What are you talking about? <laughs> you don't run I'm going to go now. <laughs> anybody have a favorite place in appalachia can i say right here sure at the dinner table chain rock for me at a lake any lake anybody else favorite place in appalachia Appalachia (laughs) what what do you guys consider appalachia called hollers Do you, do you consider it just this part of Kentucky or do you consider, you know, do you think about all 13 states that are in Appalachia or do you just think about Kentucky? Well, I can say I just did think about Kentucky. I, I probably felt like the very, the mountains of southeastern Kentucky from here to the, our eastern border 
was kind of where my concept of Appalachia is. You guys have helped me to understand that's not just the case. But um, yeah, the mountains keep going, even though the yeah, state it's not exactly a <laughs> where they drop off and it flattens out. But and and I've appreciated the fact that we I, I've learned more of a little bit of the diversity of Appalachia as opposed to just uh, what I knew here because I've always been here. Nobody else. <laughs> they they got too much tryptophan in. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speaking of tryptophan or food, what do you prefer, cornbread or biscuits? Cornbread. Cornbread. Biscuits. <clears throat> you know my answer to this. I do both. Exactly. What? Cornbread, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite family tradition? I'm gonna say. Uh, singing the uh 12 days of christmas at, at christmas in our family <laughs> the partridge <laughs> that's right i think probably christmas is mine too just because of the fact that it stayed pretty consistent down through the years it's celebrating on christmas eve and it's never organized it's never happens by the book but it's christmas it's it's chaos but it's Cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. my, my favorite tr tradition is is the Mountain Law Festival. I'm going to be a director next year. So seriously, big time. <laughs> and it's just it's it's two it's a couple of days where I feel like everything is as it should be in the world, and I can't explain it. Uh, but it's just. I don't know, it's just the most beautiful time of the year in the idyllic American town where everybody's kind and, and I don't know, it's just uh, my favorite weekend of the year. It's also his birthday. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good one though. We talk about lots of festivals on this show around all of Appalachia. That one just is definitely a fa family favorite of ours. Anybody else have a, a favorite tradition? From the sounds of it, we only have two. <laughs> so I guess everybody else doesn't really like their traditions. <laughs> Rachel's favorite tradition is making babies. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's an Appalachian thing. Appalachian water. What? Rachel told me that was your favorite pastime. <laughs> <laughs> mm. We will like edit this part. It's making notes. <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep talking about food since it's Thanksgiving. If you could only eat two things for the rest of your life, what, what would it be? Only two. Two things. <laughs> Sausage and eggs. Mm -hmm. Dad said sausage and eggs. Anybody else? Mm -hmm. Two things. <laughs> yeah, ice cream and uh, Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream and Cheetos. Classic yeah. Appalachian answer. Four food groups. <laughs> not working. Andrew not asked working. the other day, he said this would be sweet potatoes because they're versatile. <laughs> he likes them. Can do lots of different things with them. Well, I might have to eat, live alone, but mine would be soup, beans, and cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I would say pork chops and applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Cornbread and biscuits. Cornbread and biscuits. Amy, if you could only eat two things. I don't know, because my boys, when I asked them, what is your favorite thing that I cook? Their answer was, well, you never make anything twice. So Ooh. it's hard to answer. Impressive. Because <laughs> I like there's nothing I don't like, so it'd be really hard for me to narrow it down to sausage stars. No, probably not. <laughs> eggs might be on that list. You can do a lot of things with eggs. That's why I have chickens. We bought your chickens were me. dead today when you <laughs> called us to take care of the dogs and the cats. But never mentioned the chickens. <laughs> They're still hanging on somehow. Candy bars. <laughs> How about you, Will? Uh, soup, beans, and cornbread for sure. Oh, Do you have a favorite family memory uh, of a of a family gathering? Anybody? Well, I I can remember re things when you all were little that uh, were. Uh, times that, that you wouldn't forget there was the time when Neil was going to have to have surgery and you and Amber kept wanting me to tell you what was wrong probably, easy you probably forgotten that but you thought it was so hilarious I have to tell you over and over again yeah I remember that you want to you want to tell me again <laughs> everybody's favorite Christmas in our house when Amy got the car you got the the Four-wheeler, Amber got a spree, and Neil got a Bigfoot. <laughs> this is another question. What is the first, if you, if you would have won the $1 billion lottery, what's the first thing you would have done? Call my kids. And tell them goodbye? Or tell them Set up a charitable trust. That's the last thing we're gonna do if we win. <laughs> the first thing. <laughs> no, we're calling you all, and you're going with us. You put your name. A big question that you could speculate on, but if you were ever in that position, obviously they don't listen to our podcast. They already know our answers, Amy. Gosh, I don't know. You don't know what you do with a billion dollars. You don't know the first thing you would do. I mean, I said a couple of weeks ago I would have a live, live concert with Kenny Chesney. Oh, well, personal. personal. I, I don't think I want anyone to know. I'd probably try to figure out how to hide it. Well, that's that's part of like what you do beforehand. I mean, you are married to an attorney. Surely he can figure out. I would get my own. <laughs> Put it all in there. I've never had a check. <laughs> Aaron would put it all in his checking account. I give away a lot of it. I'll tell you that. Well, let's get to the question of the day. What are you most thankful for? I said baby shark. <laughs> a lot of things to uh, top that list. A lot of things are on that list. Her most thing I'm most thankful for is being saved by Jesus. And secondly, 
help oh, being yes. healthy. To be able to enjoy my family. Hi, hi. To do things I want to. Well, that's three. <laughs> Amy? I would say those two things. And I, I, the more I see the world changing, the more I'm thankful for the way we grew up. Small town community. You could not worry about your kids or where they were, what they were doing. It was safe. It was kind of Mayberry. All my friends say, well, you grew up in Mayberry. And to some degree, I did. Uh, so I'm very thankful for that upbringing. Well, I'll say what everybody's thinking. <laughs> Trump. Wait, <laughs> 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 I come in there. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day. Does anyone have anything else to share? What are you thankful for, Will? I'm thankful for family. I'm thankful for place. I'm thankful for how I grew up, Amy. Uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. You better thankful. be thankful for your mom and dad or we're not coming up there today. <laughs> <laughs> I said family first. Family first, always. But mostly your little brother. Yeah. What are you thankful for, Neil? I mean... I think everybody's kind of said it all. Family is probably the number one answer in Appalachia, I would assume. It's definitely my number one answer. Any other shares before we wrap this up? Lose sight of being thankful. We can be reminded by the people that were so severely affected by the floods. Even though we experienced a flood, it was not like the devastation they had. And there would be a long time recovering. Especially this time of year, the weather's getting cold. Yes, yes. So, um, you know, it's it's hard sometimes to to. It's easy to forget that perspective, and and sometimes we think, "What do I have to be thankful for?" Well, a lot. We all do. Well, there's another question that I wanted to ask, just to hear if anybody's got an answer or what comes to mind when they think about it. If you only had 30 seconds or three words or or whatever, what would you tell someone from outside of the region about Appalachia? Or 30 seconds, however Sorry you want. About your luck. <laughs> Too bad you missed it. <laughs> yeah, I would say if you know, have it every year. Yeah, give it 30 days. Come and give it 30 days and see. I'd say it will surprise you. It's good. 
I would say it's not what you think because that's what happened to me. Yeah, you want to share? You came straight from the big city. Yeah, I mean, I had all the prejudices that many big city dwellers have about Appalachia. You know, I'm ashamed to say that, but I did. And uh, I would never go back now. There's not a snowball's chance that I would ever go back to living in a big city after living here. I like seeing people that I know, and I like walking down the street and recognizing people's faces. It makes you a better person. You know, it's, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to treat people awful and survive in a small town. And <laughs> Somehow he's you know, done it. <laughs> <laughs> I said it's hard. <laughs> Didn't say it couldn't be done. <laughs> it's the greatest thing to call, but she didn't have to work at it. <laughs> Well, we wanted to share our little piece of Appalachia, a little piece of Thanksgiving, a little piece of family with all of you uh, on this special day. But does anybody have any last takes before we go? I was thinking about this today. I'm thankful that we have a Thanksgiving in this country and that we do take time to give thanks. But if that decision had to be made today, would it be made by the powers that be? I would like to say yes, but I'm not sure it would be. As long as they let you have options for work, they'll always be a They will. But anyway, that was a thought I had. I'm glad it's here and that we, aunt, we take the time to say thank you. All right, Neil. Well, uh, another Thanksgiving in the books. I guess we can end it like we always do, Neil. Till next time. Peace. Peace. I'm up in the mountains again. I'm getting lighter. The air's getting thin. Now I'm facing down with a grin. I've been in the city too long. Sidewalks and buildings and singing sad songs. Now I'm back up where I belong in the mountains again.